88K News. It's 11 o'clock on Benche, the top stories. Health officials have reported 6,063 COVID infections. Mainland construction teams will build 10,000 isolation and treatment units in the territory. And light and medium buses will boost a transport network that brings coronavirus patients to isolation facilities. Hong Kong's Omicron outbreak is continuing to strain the public health care system, with officials reporting 6,063 COVID infections, plus an additional 7,400 preliminary cases. Fifteen people have died. A chief manager with the hospital authority, Sarah Ho, called on more private sector medics to help. Concerning the private uh, medical or nursing staff, and uh, we have enhanced the uh, local office application procedures by uh, creating a WhatsApp number. They can simply uh, upload their annual practicing search, and then we have uh, designated staff to contact them. Hope uh, with the facilitation uh, or um, process, uh, more and more applicants can come to join our team. Construction teams from the mainland are to build 10,000 isolation and treatment units for COVID patients at Penny's Bay and Kai Tak, attending an event to mark the occasion in Penny's Bay this afternoon. Chief Executive Carrie Lam thanked the central government for helping to alleviate the facility shortage here. I thank the central government sincerely for accepting my request and letting us commission a construction team from the mainland to build around 10,000 community isolation and treatment units here in Penis Bay and Kai Tak in the shortest period of time. Meanwhile, another group of mainland anti-epidemic experts have entered Hong Kong through Shenzhen Bay. Mainland experts have been holding meetings with the authorities on ways to stop the spread of COVID-19. A special fleet of about 200 light and medium buses will help transport COVID patients with mild or no symptoms to community isolation facilities from Monday. Robert Kemp has more. The fire services department will now divert cases to the bus fleet with drivers liaising with patients and taking them from their homes to isolation facilities. The fleet size will be adjusted according to demand. Drivers must wear protective gear and be tested before they start work every day, while the buses will be disinfected. The coaches will be marked with special labels and will not provide other services. Officials have also enlisted the help of taxis to transport COVID patients with mild symptoms to designated public clinics. Authorities have sealed off two public housing blocks in Sha Tin after sewage samples tested positive for COVID. The buildings at Pok Tat House in Pok Hong Estate and King War House in War Chair Estate. The government said it aims to finish the exercises tomorrow afternoon. Meanwhile, 150 preliminary positive cases have been found following a lockdown last night at a residential building in Shekhet May. The operation at Block 21 of Shekhet May Estate will be extended until tomorrow afternoon. Residents there must now get tested a second time. The mainland's National Health Commission has reported 137 new confirmed cases for yesterday, up from 87 on Thursday. Of the new cases, 80 were locally transmitted, twice the number of the previous day. Officials in southwest Nepal say a man has been killed by a tiger near a sanctuary, the sixth such death in recent months. The BBC's Anbarasan Etherajan reports. 
The villagers around the Bangke National Park in Nepal were allowed to gather firewood as no tiger attack had been reported since the first week of January when two people were killed. In the latest incident, a tiger dragged the 60-year-old man inside the forest before it was chased away by others. It is estimated that around 20 tigers live in the reserve which borders the Bardia Tiger Sanctuary. Nepal's tiger population has doubled to 240 in the past decade due to strong anti-poaching measures. and other community oriented conservation efforts and on to the weather it'll be cold cloudy and overcast with rain which will be more frequent tomorrow temperatures in the urban areas will range between 8 and 10 degrees and a couple of degrees lower in the new territories the outlook remaining cold on monday and tuesday and it will be windy with more rain the minimum temperature will be around 8 degrees in the urban areas and a few degrees lower in the new territories The weather will improve on Wednesday and Thursday, though it'll still be cold in the morning. Right now, the temperature is 10 degrees Celsius, the humidity standing at 93%. RTHK, the time is now 5 minutes past 11. Ukraine says one of its soldiers has been killed in shelling by Russian-backed separatists in the Donbass region. It's the first Ukrainian soldier to die in weeks. The Ukrainian army says pro-Russia separatists are trying to force it to return fire and cause civilian casualties, and it says Russia is directing the attacks. The BBC's Paul Adams is in Kiev. The Donbas, those two people's republics of Donetsk and Luhansk, that is a different matter. That was a uh, if you like a rebellion orchestrated if, according to the Ukrainians, orchestrated, organized, paid for uh, by Russia. No one on this side of that divide believes that this is a genuine separatist rebellion they think this is a uh, a russian operation to keep ukraine divided uh, and what people are wondering now is you know is russia about to take uh, another bite out of this country U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris has warned that the foundation of European security is under direct threat in Ukraine as a result of the Russian threat. She was addressing the Munich Security Conference in Germany. Russia will plead ignorance and innocence. It will create false pretext for invasion. And it will amass troops and firepower in plain sight. We now receive reports of what appears to be provocations and we see Russia spreading disinformation lies and propaganda nonetheless in a deliberate and coordinated effort we together are one exposing the truth and two speaking with a unified voice Ms Harris reiterated that a Russian invasion would attract unprecedented economic sanctions. We believe it is an expression of our strength to seek as a first priority a diplomatic resolution to any conflict. And I believe we've been clear about that. If that diplomacy leads to a dead end, we hope it does not. I said that again in my speech today, the president said it last night. We are still open to a diplomatic resolution. But if it does not, we are also clear-eyed that there must be consequences, and they will be severe and swift. 
To sports now, China's Han Chong and Sui Wenjing have won Olympic gold in pairs figure skating, breaking yet another world record in the process in front of a screaming home crowd. Spinning around the rink to bridge over troubled water, they scored 239.88 to beat Russia's Evgenia Tarasova and Vladimir Morozov by a whisker 0.63 points. And with only a day to go, Norway tops the medals table in Beijing both gold and overall. No surprise there. With a population of just 5.5 million, the Nordic country is nonetheless a Winter Games superpower, outstripping the United States. And its supremacy in Beijing is a repeat of 2018 and 1994. So, what's Norway's winning formula? Tore Orevbo is the elite sports director of the Norwegian Confederation of Sport. There is like two levels of everything. The professional part, which is happening here, is the quality of the preparations and the executions of the preparations in the competitions. At that level, we are very professional. We have a very experienced staff of experts, and we have strong national teams. But I think that maybe the secret of it all is that we have. Uh, sport for all philosophy, which is based on voluntary work in cl- local clubs, and the parents are coaches for the kids, and the kids are just playing, and we are not keeping scores, so they compete a lot. But the most of it is to have fun. That means that we have a huge talent pool, because nearly all Norwegian kids have been into organized sports. They are encouraged to do sport, but we will not select talents at a young age. We will do the opposite. We want to keep all the kids into sport for a long period, and they should do many sports. And the main objective is to have fun and develop physical, social, and mental skills. And to end the news, the top stories again. Health officials have reported 6,063 COVID infections. Mainland construction teams will build 10,000 isolation and treatment units in the territory. And light and medium buses will boost a transport network that brings coronavirus patients to isolation facilities. The news from RTHK. It's not your heart that had to break. Tell me why you didn't want to try. 'Cause you never cared enough. Easy to fade into the night. You only hurt the ones you love. You only hurt the ones you love.
the feeling as they go spiraling on Arctic Day Radio 3 Cool Tracks and keeping you cool during this weekend When I look at you in your eyes, I see the 